it doesn't really matter who who it is because everybody's got their own story mm-hmm. i mean does if like i think you can get a lot out of like just talking to any furry because everyone's got their own take and how they started in the fandom and that's just what i kind of want to like you know immortalize in podcast format yeah that's it's that's a good idea i think it really is um i really like it even though i really want to watch the whole episode of your first one i got through like 10 <laughs> no, no it's okay i was really it's, enjoying it and it's... stuff i thought it was really good i really like the name of it tree bark yeah it came from a bad pun that bennett made so i turned it into the actual name of the show and actually yeah i think that's a good origin <laughs> for the name of a show um yeah i i think it's i think it's a really good idea thank you um so yeah it, it's it's not meant to like be a topical thing or it could be but i i kind of want to make it set up where it's like an archive of just like maybe for the time for like for the memes that we talk about in the episodes and whatnot people can just go back and like listen to it and see because mm-hmm. like stories are pretty much like timeless you can always like listen to somebody's story for the first time so yeah that's pretty dope um okay yeah we can start um i guess with introductions so hi my name is theo i'm uh, I guess your host for Tree Bark. This is the podcast, the furry podcast, um, where we talk about various furry things. Um, so today my guest is one of my close friends, actually. Um, Damon, would you like to do a little intro for yourself or describe yourself? Yes. Hello. Hi, I'm Damon Day for short. I, uh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's your species. What? What's you're... my? Oh, yeah. Shoot. Uh, yeah. That's my thing. I am a black wolf. And there? then, do... <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, hey, if it's uh, original. Is is that the one you mostly identify as? Because I know you have more than one Sona. Uh, yeah, I've got like multiple Sonas. Um, to better show the the different aspects of myself mm-hmm. I, I do feel like uh, the an amalgamation of them is me um and like for what it's worth like like that's your true self you don't try to put on like other like because i know some people they adopt like the characters of something that they enjoy but like for your characters um they're just more so extensions like as i understand it of yourself anyway yes uh extensions of me and how i am i like to put a lot of how i view or and how i act and am in Mm. into them and everything um especially when it comes to like maybe like art or stories backstories i'm still working on mine don't really know how to no yeah i know you're really big Um, into lore because like coming from like enjoying games like magic and whatnot and like maybe even like the halo series and mass effect right aren't you like a big fan of those yes space (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's pretty dope um so yeah so lore and like the fantasy aspect is like a huge part of like the fandom i guess uh, to yourself like and that kind of no, so sorry, go sorry. on. <laughs> no, you go. I just really like it. How would you... So this, like, I guess pushes me to the first question that I often ask people. So it's like, how um, did you get into the fandom? Was it through this kind of interest in the fantasy roleplay? Or, um, yeah, what was your first take on it? Well, it's really, really interesting for me, I guess. I don't know. Um, 
the first thing I would say that ever really exposed me mm. to the fandom without me really even knowing it is favorite I, video game junkie. I loved the original Spyro trilogy. That is, I think, what opened the door for me. Um, the original Spyro games I loved, I collected. There's Christmas videos of me unboxing them as my Christmas present and screaming like a little, <laughs> little child. But um, it was like excited to have them. It was like the cartoon or like the anthropomorphic nature of these characters in the video games that like kind of seeded the the first thoughts of like yeah the the Ooh. first thoughts kind of <laughs> in there and of course like all right go I I like that I um get into middle school I discover deviant art I don't post I see some art and stuff uh remember there's an artist on there that had really nice uh realistic kind of uh art on there that I followed I don't he kind of wasn't too active and stuff but that kind of continue helped me continue along mm. uh, that path uh, getting into high school discovering a little bit more uh, leaning more towards the furry art um yeah, yeah i think what before the furry came me being into like digimon and then that led me to fa discovering that there's this whole furry community type of thing not really still mm. not knowing what it is but um, like you can kind of feel yourself being more and more surrounded by that type of content or like kind of vague like animal nature type of thing where you, you see yeah. these characters and i guess over time yeah deviantart was one of those platforms i would say even for myself in high school that I, I like loosely use because a lot of my friends were using it because they liked art in general so i got my got my like uh start on that site but there would be always like this i guess just like you would see on the title page the the front page of just you know art that's recently updated and there would always be anthro art there of like sonic or some other character that you oh, know God. like yeah like spyro and i <laughs> i never quite understood <laughs> what that was until like i entered the fandom but that was like years prior um but yeah, DeviantArt was definitely like a, a strong, like, I guess, like stepping stone. Yeah, it's kind of the same for me in which um, it wasn't like, you know, I discovered this fandom at a younger age and then I'm part of it and I love it. I know that some furs, that's how their their origins are. Is like they enter the fandom at like, as they're entering their teens. Um, but, and everything. I entered mine at the age of nineteen when mm, I was a working adult. Just starting your adulthood, because that's yes. yeah, that's still fairly young. Um, so it wasn't so much that you went on Deviant Art to explore the fandom, but uh, you kind of just naturally was like learning more about this thing. You weren't too sure what it was called yet. Exactly. I didn't oh, okay. really know what it was called until like I'm out of school. Um, I happened upon some i uh, happened upon fa um saw some cool <laughs> art that, that i liked yeah um, no it's fine to say like lewd stuff too that's that's totally cool. okay yeah this can, yeah this Zeke can be an adult Kron dragon 89 Zeke, that purple <laughs> dragon and everything he turned me he's the one that um really seeded that whole furry thing mm. and i'm just like oh yeah i i really like this um and then, and then I came across, um, 
I feel like such a loser for saying this for some reason, but I came across no. a video of the Telephone. Hello. Telephone. Oh, the Angel Dragon. Um, right on. Yeah, the Angel Dragon. A, I think it was Tear or uh, uh, or Albino Topaz is what her uh, normal uh, handle is. Uh, Those like are in a suit. Fursuit dancers. A, a fursuit dancer, yeah. Um, and then I just I, I came to know the fursuits and that kind of exploded the whole like furry fandom in like and as you know like, it like, today like, like yeah. that's when i started exploring it i'm like what is this what's this called oh it's a fursuit what are these for oh there are conventions that people go to what is this whole thing called there's this there's this fa made an account it's just a rabbit uh, hole after that yeah rabbit hole i joined the face <laughs> i joined the facebook group which is the 808 furry events mm -hmm. um it came across that met as you know wilba uh fellow maui fur over here uh, oh yeah sorry wait uh, she's the first one that drew my sona she helped me bring him to life for the first time Oh, so this all happened, like, basically, like, within a year, actually. From... It happened in, like, two months. Holy shit. <laughs> Zero to 80 real quick. <laughs> yeah. Just like, just, like, boom. I'm just, like, here's, I'm on FA. Here's my Sona. It is mm -hmm. a Black Wolf original character. Donut Steel. And um, that's kind yeah. of the interesting thing, too, because, like, you can appreciate the fandom for what it is. But, like, it, do you think, like as you got more into it, like, creating a character wasn't something, like, nobody asked you to do that, right? Um, just no. making your Sona seem like a natural progression of, like, being more involved and then, like, you can like, interact with people to, like, an even deeper level with your Sona. Yeah, it was kind of like, uh, okay, people have like, this this name or this image that they put out of themselves, yeah. and I think I'll do the same thing. Um, for me, that's the time I'm making it. It was um, very. Uh, God, I say it and it makes me sound like an edge lord or something. But this is a safe I don't place. Know, I say like darker, <laughs> like a, a darker time. I'm very, very pessimistic. You, you know, yeah. um, uh, graduating from high school, didn't go to college just because like ah, whatever. I kind of can't really afford to go to college i'll just go straight to work i hate mm -hmm. my life i hate why does anything matter we're all gonna die anyway blah 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 it just became uh, like really like i'm 14 and this is deep and yeah <laughs> exactly it's like uh i i but, i, I want the secrets to life and everything and it's what matter what it means is that nothing doesn't matter but at least through like the fandom you could like have some sort of like outlet to express that part of yourself and even more so yeah and you know i i really enjoyed it it was really tough making friends at the start mm. i just think because you know i i don't know i just feel like a lot of us joining the fandom we're all socially awkward we don't really know how to talk to people what who does actually that's a <laughs> that's a super good point i kind of want to unpack because like like, I'm just trying to think about this now. Like, nobody showed you what this fandom was, yet you naturally gravitated towards it. There are aspects of you like it. Um, There are aspects of it that, like, a lot of us share, you know, like, from anthropomorphic things to, like, character, role play, etc. Dancing. Like, there's so many mediums in this um, culture that it's just so layered and dense that you're, you're just, like, naturally going from this sort of, yeah, like, 
single person to not really interacting with people to interacting with like literally hundreds of thousands of people and yep <laughs> nobody's really it's not like a group of friends was like hey look at this trending thing and like you know jump on the bandwagon it's like no you found it independently and there's a whole like bunch of furs and people that just have so much in common with you and that's like really gripping yes it's um terrifying it... <laughs> it kind of was for me i'm just like oh there are all these kind of people here and i don't know how how do i talk to someone without seeing being creepy yeah yeah you know i don't yeah. want to just be like i don't want to just like slide send you a note on fa just say hey just <laughs> the random we all hate those ones <laughs> the random furry hello and then nothing follows nothing follows Ooh, do you rp yeah maybe you do you an rp but then that just leaves the <laughs> I guess the awkward yeah. like pause like um, nice icebreaker yeah um well, that's fine yeah, i think we all uh, have to go through that phase <laughs> yeah that was uh I, I i wasn't one of the people to to go out and rp actually um I didn't even know what that was until mm-hmm. after joining the fandom. <laughs> no, yeah, same. I didn't know role-playing was a thing that... Well, no, I take that back. Because I knew that, you know, there there are some parallels, like, with Dungeons & Dragons. And there is that type of role-play, right? Where I think it's called uh, LARPing. Um, yeah. That is a form of, like, fantasy, like, engaging, like, with that part, like, in in the game space with like the real life space and you play that out yeah and yeah 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 okay (laughs) Uh, sorry Um, i'm not an intellectual so i don't really have a lot of great things to say oh geez like what the heck am i then listening to this it's smarter than me so uh okay so i mean with all that said though even um like as you're exploring more like what like for you personally um how can can you necessarily put like a label on if someone were to ask you if i'm going to ask you right now like what's what is furry i don't know what that is like can you define that for me or do you have some sort of personal interpretation hmm. it's like oh okay i'm a furry uh it's like well what is that i don't know what that means are you a carpet like mm. <laughs> In a, in a way, maybe actually. Now that I think I about, I can be for you. <laughs> I can be a 350 degree oven for you. <laughs> I'll bake you some cookies. But uh, no, no, no. But like, uh, yeah. If you if you just want to like take a little bit to just think about like, you know what what that means to you. If you had to just explain it to somebody in you know who has no idea, like in a few sentences, like what what does that mean to you? Furry to me is just a really fun way to express oneself you know when so there's not necessarily anything specific about it not really yeah anything specific it's it's to me furry is kind of like to me furry is fun it's it's like it's like it's halloween every every day to me Ooh, um, I, like that. I love Halloween. It's the best holiday. And in my opinion, the reason why for that is that Halloween is the day that you can be anyone you want to be. But I feel that on Halloween, that's when you can be who you truly are because then no one really judges you. 
mm-hmm. on what you are and what you do because oh it's Halloween they're acting out this whole type of thing but in reality we are kind of being ourselves in our own different way and it's yeah. a way for me to express myself every day you know without feeling like I have to conform to some sort societal of societal norms yeah. I guess is what you could say you know if or the the different like like for me or at least uh being over here and everything you know um or i guess every day is that you know people expect you to be of a certain norm at least in my at least in my in my uh, let's let's just like take my my work you know the hospitality industry okay you know it's it's like be happy welcoming go happy go lucky great you know always being that person to to help or just always being that um kind of like constantly perky yeah constantly perky attitude and then when you take my main sona damon um into uh you know he's he's grump he's He grumpy boy (laughs) he's i'm just like hey damon how are you terrible what do you want you know, I have gotten just... that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's you, also... you've gotten that a lot. <laughs> yeah, and we're really good friends. But it's not like oh, I'm treating that as if like oh, he's in a bad mood. No, it's because that's like what it's you like, like to portray. Yeah. Like that's yeah. Like oh, then he's normal if he says that. Like if he was saying like oh yeah, hi, I'm like the happiest guy on earth. Like I'm like oh, okay, something's what's up, like, Damon? You want to talk? What's wrong? Yeah, you know, trying to trying too hard. It's like I don't have to be. I don't have to try hard to. Mm-hmm. be some way being a furry i yeah. can just be me i can be how i feel and everything i think i've like i remember us talking uh, uh back a couple months ago with with my, about my different sonas and everything and they reflect different aspects of me and you know when i'm a bit more happier and in a better place and not so grumpy i'm one of my sonas but then when i am and i'm in that kind of mood that mindset you know i'm this other sona so it's like but it's still communicating like expression of me yeah and that was pretty uh, i think pretty like beautifully put like oh you don't need a certain holiday to express that it's just at least within like the subculture like no that's the that's the platform that you can operate on like everyone gets it like you can yeah, just be and, and that it, all year yeah and that's that's what it is to me just a uh it's a constant holiday i like that okay um so i mean kind of still playing off that uh what what aspects of um the community over time like resonate with you most though like um I mean, to give you an example, like, I know that you have an interest in fursuit dancing. Um, you have a passion for, like, you know, commissioning art. Uh, some like the title of art whore. I mean, I love art, too. Um, there are just so many formats. Even music, literature, there are so many furry writers and just creatives. Like, um, what what draws you, or what are you drawn most to in the fandom? Um... I guess it a lot of it is is the art and stuff you know I I love seeing what people are able to create 
um, I, I'm it's like art in any of its form, you know, writing, music, uh, dancing, and all of that. All of it just just interests me. Um, I, I like just seeing what people are able to create. It, it it's amazing. I as a creator, as not I'm not a creator and everything. Um, I can hardly draw a triangle, you know, without making a crooked line or something. Um, <laughs> but it's just, it's amazing seeing what these people, you know, can do and all their mm -hmm. amazing talent and everything. And I, I guess it just, and for that, it just goes more than just furry. I mean, it goes into any, any creative um, kind of thing. But I guess the furry fandom has helped open up my eyes to really appreciate what, people can do yes and everything seeing you like know, it's... no sorry go on <laughs> oh it's just it's just amazing getting to see people express themselves in a in the purest form they can i mean you've seen me when at uh blfc yeah especially i was i was just gonna say pod, yeah this is our competition you just watching me being whole googly-eyed at at everyone and, and seeing at how they can perform and you know it's it's, it's yeah i could great. i it's... could see in that moment like during like the performances over there like when you <laughs> when there are when certain uh dancers like me and like a couple of our other friends yeah your eyes lit up so so hard i'm probably clipping the mic right now but <laughs> like wow you we were just like looking at your reaction and appreciating your reaction and the love that you had for all of those dancers and that like oh that was the highlight of that show for me personally yeah it's it's great and i just i love i love seeing you know what what people can do and i really really appreciate it and i just I always want to tell these people who do these great, you know, art, this great dance from from the most upcoming artists to the world prolific, most prolific artists. You know, it's it's amazing what you can do, and just no matter. I know that they probably already know this, but keep doing what you do. Keep expressing yourself in your yes. way, whether it changes or stays the same. You keep doing it. Just know that I really appreciate being able to see someone express themselves like this and being able to do that. It's not easy. It's, it takes a lot of hard work, but it's also just nice seeing that kind of passion and everything. It's, it's like with the, the, uh, that art piece you just did for me. Um, oh yes. Yeah. The one like, featuring I, you both know. <laughs> Damon and Azen. Yes, uh, favorite. I still can't stop looking at it. I'm trying to get oh. it on a mouse <laughs> pad, you. trying to get it on a wall scroll, trying, trying to get a paper, uh, wallpaper. I, I just want everything to be of it. It's oh. I, I'm very literally tearing up every time I look at oh. it. Um, but as you know, like my main concern is like, please, I'm sure you know, is like, whatever you do, interpret it however you want, as long as you are doing it with the same passion exactly everything. yeah i'll love and it however i think however that's when you, you like it that's a really good point because i think that's when you see a lot of artists no matter like what the the medium is if they're dancing if they're drawing if they're writing that when you like not only when you commission them but when you see like their best work or when you just see like the thing that really catches your eye it's like they like 
they worked with yeah that passion that they they're showing you how much they enjoyed making that thing in the piece itself and that's why i like a lot of the time during like as a side note like commissioning somebody um a lot of what i commission an artist for is like for their perspective for their like love of what they're making and that gets me so jazzed up yeah and oh excuse me um that that's just it's it, it excites me too a lot of times whenever i um commission someone they'll ask for an idea and i kind of try to i i don't i'm not one of those people that like to be like oh i want this with this um i want a background like this at this position at this kind of angle and this expression and everything i mm-hmm. give more of like a i was thinking something like this what do you think and oh, so at least give them like a a, a general like, here's, direction here's yeah um, but interpret it how you will and everything i'll i know i'll be happy with it i mean it's i'm commissioning you or whatever for your art and everything so i i just know i'll love how it turns out just yeah as not... long as you love working on it i won't uh... be as audacious to say like oh yeah they'll like anything i make because there's been a lot of um i want to like at least be as transparent as i can with uh like the interaction between the artists and the commissioners because a lot of the time i think like one of the heaviest things to deal with as a creator is like making something and then just having somebody kind of you know be disappointed with it that's like so soul crushing like oh i i really wanted to get something that looked like your past art but if it's like that they're doing something new it's mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a really fine line and i always try to like not get crushed under that pressure <laughs> yeah it, it's i don't know i think that's something that people need to realize is that you know people you know do like change and what's mm-hmm. nice about the furry community is like everything that's or art in general everything so is unique you know this is made by a real person with real feelings passions and goals and everything's going to be unique you know it's not like i it's not like a mass-produced image yeah it's one of a know, kind being created it's this is, this is one of a kind and this is just for me made by you know and this person so how can i not love to me that's that's the way that that i see it and everything and you know i just i like i like just telling artists that i really do enjoy their work you know regardless of how they interpret it or how they may change their style or or do something different you know like like the fursuit i have Mm -hmm. my my first fursuit a lot of things on that was new experimented on and it was a lot of it was like a it was the fursuit maker was doing like a uh, like a style change and trying a whole bunch of different things and you know some people might think like oh it doesn't look good as the previous suits made or it doesn't look good as so and so but to me i think it's amazing and i'm honored that they would choose me to experiment something different and to yeah. try something new and cuz then i then it's like well i know i have something definitely one of a kind and something truly unique actually like yeah on that topic of fursuits um do you kind of want to would you like to expand upon like the process of um you know acquiring a fursuit or like the process that you went through for for those that maybe not um familiar with um fursuiting and kind of want to get a suit because i know a lot of people that 
um, know that a lot of suitors like, you know, just have these, you know, like a couple thousand dollars things and they really want to get into either making or commissioning um, somebody for a fursuit. So can you like talk about your experience with that? Well, I want to say that I was pretty lucky at the time to get a fursuit commission. Um, when I got into the fandom, I was in the fandom for maybe just about a year. Um, when Wilba um, kind of told me about her suit maker and I had interest in getting a suit, I was starting a new job that offered way more pay. Um, mm -hmm. I could afford to get one, you know. Um, yeah, suit is definitely it's definitely an investment. It is. Uh, love yours, by the way. Can't wait to see it in person. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, uh, no. Yeah, we're definitely gonna take uh, pics together, no matter what, as soon as we can. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. It was. Uh, she got helped me get in touch with her creator, who was accepting commissions. Gave me a price. I was able to budget it out. You know, I know a lot of fursuits from a lot of prolific makers are, you know, in the two, three, four thousand dollar range. Mm -hmm. You know, I lucked out. Mine was about fifth was about fifteen fifty um, for my full digit grade suit. Um, which is a really good price actually like really really good price that maker asked for a 50 percent deposit gave mm -hmm. it to her she could so she could start work right away um worked out a payment plan paid her off over the course of a few months and yeah actually um uh, but at oh. that process for like um at least payment wise i think a lot of people would be at least uh kind of hesitant about that type of exchange like is it um was it contractual like or or is it just like by trust um how how do you feel that out like i'm going to put a deposit of x amount of dollars and i don't know when they're gonna start they say they'll maybe get it done within two years and for these large you know investments like how how do you gauge that level of trust or um guarantee because it's it's sometimes really hard for people to i imagine you know make that that decision especially for on something me, they care about yeah well, for me i guess again a lucky because i you know i went by the word of my friend who had her partial you know made i really liked it i you know just decided hey you know what why don't i just go for it um i guess kind of a risk and everything and, and plus she was like the creator is you know from here from from Maui and everything. Oh wow! So, I I did yeah. not know that. Okay, that's pretty from Maui dope. Lives, from Maui lives. goes to, going to college in Oregon. Um, oh nice, eight oh eight got around. I was just yep. So I'm just like I trust her. I think she's good, and she's contacting me like for, you know about this. So I I think she's someone that I can I can really trust. I, okay. I understand the hesitant in wanting to do it. You know, I I kind of look back and see how some people have gone through their you know first fursuit commissions or and it just be a complete nightmare and i've been like yeah you know what the way i did it it wasn't it was like i checkmarked to a terms of service on a google form and that mm -hmm. was it it's like i don't really know if if this is 
you know a a safe type of thing to do um okay but it's like good it's good to understand that this wasn't a necessarily like out of the blue person you had at least some background information and you didn't just take a total risk like i think that's important for people to understand like um, don't just pick a name off of any you know random forum list and just just expect that you're gonna get. Just expect that you're gonna get the uh, you know the suit and everything. Exactly. And I I was fortunate because I know that some yeah like, there's people who do sometimes go through that. They don't get their updates. They don't. The person doesn't talk to them. And yeah, that's and really scary. And everything you know, like my suit maker, she told me, hey, I'm gonna go to the I'm going to the fabric store. I'm picking up the materials i'm gonna need she um she was like at the store like took a couple of pictures i'm thinking this color for this or this for this what do you think does that work and it's like yeah that that works and i appreciate it and like with that i knew i could trust her and that she was going to be working on it and everything oh so from early on in the process it was early on in the process it was very transparent very very transparent and everything and i appreciated it and she i i'm not one to hound creators for updates on content mm-hmm. and everything but she would out of the blue i would wake up one morning and be like here's the phone base for your head what do you think and, and then you like, could at least that give looks her great a... okay i could be like that looks great could i get it maybe shaven down just a little bit she's like yeah i can do about this much i won't be able to go too much or else it doesn't really fit my style and i'd be like if you could i'd greatly appreciate it just a little bit um but of course i don't want you to ruin your style as a creator actually yeah that that can be a little touchy because i'll admit for um, my first commission um for the first suit partial on the head um I, I I did get the same process, so like I got the update pics of the raw foam base and the proportions, and she would send me like, um, you know some her, her she was a Russian based artist. I'll say that so her English wasn't one hundred percent, but for what we could do and communicate, it was pretty good. Like ninety eight percent of the um the communication was good, and I did have this like slight small guilt about not at least critiquing a little bit on certain things that I would have changed, which was all on my, that's all on my part. That's my fault. 100%. Um, so like just to TLDR, like, um, the ears were just a little too big personally. Um, so after the process, I did actually shave down the tips of the ears a little bit and then re, uh, stitch and glue some portions myself. But I will say that don't be afraid to, yeah, at least say like, if you're getting this, um, thing that you really do care about and you're gonna wear it proudly um, get what you really would like and I think a lot of artists are really really caring and they want to you know have they want to do their best work and work with you really well yeah these are people who work to hone their craft and you know being a creator and everything that's that's really difficult I don't think anyone wants to put themselves in that position because of you know financial hardships and everything that comes with it and for sure. like you know it's like don't be afraid to express how you want something to look or how you how you feel that it would look a little bit better or that you might like a little bit more but also to me it's like don't you know expect someone to perform the same style that someone else does it's it's like it's like 
you know, me waking up and you made me a cup of coffee and I tell you, well, Starbucks makes their coffee like this. You know, it's like, <laughs> okay. it's like, okay, well, then if you want Starbucks coffee, go and Starbucks coffee. Yeah. I don't have to do this. You know, I don't have to, you know, so don't, don't, don't put people, don't do that to people. Yeah, you can kind of corner them and then that could make the situation just even worse, I would think. Worse. I can, you know, it can make them not, it can, to me, it's like the biggest thing, the worst thing it can do is like make them lose passion and interest into the project that they're creating. Yeah, that's and definitely, it's like, that's that does happen. the worst thing. I, I wouldn't want someone like to do that. Yeah, you know? kind of at least like, yeah again because you even emphasized like early on like you love seeing people with full passion work on something that they're actually enjoying making so yeah doing anything but that is really like detrimental to at least like the outcome yes it's like i feel like well if they don't feel so passionate about it then the end product won't be you know it'll represent their liking it won't really represent that and everything and it's like you know it, it just it to me that's like just such a soul crushing thing to do to someone yeah i totally you know, I, um, to me i'm a big uh big uh you know live life to make you happy live your happiest and well-lived life and everything um yeah like why is happy so yeah. then, like they're doing something that makes them happy why are you going to take that away from them would you want someone to take you know that away from you if if you know put yourself in their shoes and see how they how you'd feel you know telling someone yeah a little a little empathy does go a long way and that's like sometimes underrated (laughs) um so (laughs) moving on um a little bit from fursuits i mean fursuits is a big aspect of the community and i think sometimes it's a little overrated or at least i think you know majority of the fandom does not have a fursuit actually majority of the fandom is you know based online and the the few fur cons that people do get to go during the year um a really busy year is when they see the the fandom for what it could be at i think at 110 percent and i just um it's like a little soapbox right here but i don't want to emphasize that people who look at all of the cool pictures and the art of people with fursuits it's not representative of like the standard of a furry it's it's not by any means a requirement yeah, um, and I agree with that. You know, it's it it really isn't. Um, with me getting a suit too, I kind of did get it, thinking that it was something that I would need to feel a real part of. Um, but it really is, I think, the friends and the memories you kind of make mm-hmm. with them that really kind of that makes that fandom makes the fandom great and fun and you could stretch that to any kind of uh fandom and any subculture type of um thing okay but what do you think um i guess if you had to give a contrast now between our fandom specifically the furry fandom uh and these other uh i guess you could consider them niche uh interests or subcultures like you know anime conventions or just some fandom based around like a show like Doctor Who or something and they have really large communities like the Minecraft community and etc for video games too uh, do you think that there's like some specific thing about our fandom that makes it um, different or 
maybe you see no difference at all? I don't really see a difference, I want to say, between um, any real fandom. Um, maybe maybe in that maybe the the um, furry fandom is maybe a little bit more God, I, I don't want to say original, but that there's no <laughs> real face to it. I oh, guess that's actually a you really say. yeah. That's, you know, that's when a really you good think point. of like the furry fandom, what image pops into your head? I guess when you think of like the Doctor Who fandom, who pops into your head? Doctor Who, the 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 everything else. You know, they all have like some some they're, they're kind the... of thing. They're centralized around, yeah, specific face, like around you said. Around that specific face or specific theme. Well, like when you say anime convention, you'll pop up Naruto. <laughs> That's funny. I was thinking the exact same anime. Yeah. Sausage. <laughs> no, but I am... A, okay, I am like 20% weeb, so I'm not going to discredit those people. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, of course, of course. And it's, it's... And I don't think that there's like... Yeah, there's nothing wrong you know, they're, too they're, with they're any great of those and cultures. Amazing fandoms, yeah, and everything. You know, while we have you know our first suiting and everything, it's just first suiting. Really, to me, is just like another form of you know cosplay. You know, there are people who create amazing, amazing costumes. You know, and emulate characters or you know in these worlds. Mm -hmm. And there are people who create these amazing costumes and you know these amazing fursuits and create you know emulate these amazing people but it's you know, all in our it's own all world. original in a way and it's all yeah made for one person with that specific taste and i think yeah like the way you posed it before like that question what do you what face do you think of when you think of the furry fandom i think of my friends actually yeah the... and that's what i think of too but... when i think of you know as a furry you know i think of hanging out with with you, my friends, the wonderful boyfriends I've I've met, I've made, you know, since joining this fandom and everything, I think about all of the lessons it's kind of taught me that I didn't really learn as a kid. Okay. I mean, yeah, like, wow, I'm actually, like, really thinking pretty deeply about this. Uh, the, the way, like... It's so weird because, like, although we get along over this kind of anthropomorphic thing, like, you can draw some some commonalities and parallels with, like, what people are generally interested in, um, whether it be the suits or just the conventions, the artists, the art itself. Um, yeah, when I'm just thinking about my own experiences. I'm not thinking about something that I ascribe to that's only one thing. Um, so I would say that it's... Although the communities themselves are diff are not necessarily different in the way that they get along over certain things, I think the furry fandom does kind of hold a place of its own where no other fandom can get along over a variety of things because not one thing, not one specific thing holds us together. Yeah. And yeah, that's why it's so like layered and I just, uh, I, I appreciate that so much. Because when we're when we're playing video games, when we're talking about artists, 
it there's so there's an endless infinite amount of stuff to talk about exactly so it's not like we only bond over i guess just one thing but and i guess that's why like you said when you picture the furry community picture your friends and everything and that's to me just you know what it's what it's about the friends and the memories you make yeah i can't wait for blfc god it's only Ooh, been like blfc 2020 come on i'm i'm so ready i've got that room <laughs> planned i've i'm registered i'm ready it's been like what six five months in this the last con and it's it feels like forever ago already six and a half Oh, okay. I'm not counting the days, but, like, yeah, it's, like, 73. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the, yeah, like, even, what, what's going on right now? Uh, MFF? MFF. Jeez, I'm just, like, yeah. looking at my Twitter, and I'm just at work, and I'm, like, I'm not there right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, to be honest, uh, Sam and I were playing a league game last night. Uh, play League of Legends. My name is Reedboot, R-E-I-D-B-O-O-T. I am a iron scrub if anyone wants to have some not so good times with me um nice we were playing plug. one time yeah i know like uh, just yeah free free shout out um <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> but no no you're playing uh, with playing just like last night and um we get to a lobby and <laughs> someone wooed and then everyone wooed <laughs> and we got into a uh a, we got matched into a team where everyone was that uh, a furry. Holy I, crap. Was I that didn't planned? say it, but I really, really wanted to. But I wanted to just be like, so you guys didn't get the lottery too, huh? <laughs> and they say, yeah. Uh, no, I wanted to, but oh. like, well, if they're really here <laughs> not an MFF. They must feel just as bad as I do. Oh, God. I do want to <laughs> wear that big Squidward button on my chest right now. <laughs> Hey, at least you didn't have to stand in line for that line con, though. That is true. I'm not jealous of that. I did see, like, everyone post line con. But they threw around some balls. So, hey, at least they, you know, they made the best of it. Made the best. Yep. So, that was great. Uh, I'm hoping that BLFC isn't too much of an elevator con this Oh, yeah. Year. That's that's Hopefully a whole nother challenge. Bots. I mean, was it so much that the were the elevators in disrepair to begin with, or did we destroy them? No, they were uh, under renovation. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. They, okay. they were just like under renovation and stuff, and you know, some people were all upset. It's like, why are like the elevators down? It's like, well, you know, the, the hotel's been there for a long time. It needs renovations and everything. The hotel's been going under, you know, constant renovation for the past, you know, couple of years, I believe. Um, like the type of room that we stayed in was a pretty recently recent room that was they only updated in the past couple of years yeah and it was and lovely everything. i i thought everything was clean and all up to you know like whatever like nice standard there was like it i had no problems with the hotel at all even in renovation yeah it's just like you know elevators they need to be repaired and everything it sucks that it happened during the time that <laughs> Have, we needed, we it, needed the it the most but you know it, that's that's okay it was really um, nice that they accommodated us with the open access uh stairwell that was really with nice the stairwell that was i really liked that because you know like i'm there i'm on vacation i'm like yeah you know what i ate a lot today been drinking since nine o'clock this morning it's <laughs> 9 p.m i probably should 
go up. I should do a couple of flights of stairs and everything. And then be so, winded. Oof. And then come in winded, just like, oh, those stairs are fucking killer. Yes. But it makes falling on the bed so much better. Uh, yes, yes, it does. And then I wake up the next morning and I can't, help me, I can't get up. <laughs> but, oh, what's the, what's the theme for the next BLC? I should know, but I... I believe it's Neo Reno. It's kind is of that like cyberpunky, cybery, cyberpunky. Uh, imagine, oh, what's that really? Uh, that cyberpunk game that's coming up that everyone likes. There's that something seventy-seven uh, or twenty seventy-seven. Yeah, yeah, that the one, one. The one with uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yep. Yeah. Oh God, I want him to just drive up in a cyber truck from Elon Musk and then come out with wearing a fur suit and then just guns a blazing. That'd be so dope. Oh, it's literally Cyberpunk 2077. 2077. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. That's the name of the game? Yeah. Cyberpunk. Okay, well, at least we know what it is. Uh, yeah, so that's that's going to be the release date. Con starts on the last day of my birthday. Oh, wait. Of my birth month. Last day of my birth month, not last day of my birthday. That would be a really long birthday. Oh, um... Uh, yeah, I'm like excited. It's like a I birthday present. I'm getting the feeling that <laughs> that is pretty sweet. I'm jelly. What I I feel like the cyber thing was done before. Was it done specifically at BLFC or? Um, the BLFC did a dystopian uh theme. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Before. So, um, and that was like my first time that I ever went to a convention. I thought it was pretty cool. I lied to my parents and said I was going to Oahu for about a week to hang out with my friends and that we were going to a concert uh, for a, concert a week in Eva Beach. Yes, and they bought it. So you said I'm going to be about 80 miles I'm gonna be, west. I'm going to be a 20 minute flight <laughs> away um, at a three day concert. I'll be there for about a week. With some very trustworthy friends from my high school that you know nothing about, um, I will be in a not so nice part, or just like a I will be in a probably shouldn't be there alone part of the island um, at a concert where alcohol and drugs might be taking place. Seems legit. Yes. Uh, took pictures, posted them on my Facebook. Don't know why. Then my parents asked me where I really was. I told them I was in Reno. Wait. At this thing. Did they connect the dots after it? Or... They connected it after when I got back. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, like, oh, how was Oahu? <laughs> uh, we saw that you posted all these things and told them. They said, okay, yeah, that decor was, like, really interesting. What was it? Well, it was just the theme of the convention. And... Did did they know what uh, a Furicon was, or were I you... I told them when I got back. <laughs> oh, wow, so that's when you came out of the furry closet. Uh, yes, exactly. And my dad still looks at me and thinks, that's weird, but I expect nothing less from you. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Just watching the gleam of disappointment in his eyes. <laughs> oh, no. Um... <laughs> but he still and... loves you. Uh I don't know. Sometimes. Oh my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom, my mother is very, um, very, very into it. And so she likes the fursuit. She thinks it's awesome that I go to this 
thing. Um, Actually, that's like so much fun. I'd love to come and see it one day. That's the one thing I'll say about my parents too. Like a lot of the time, like even most of my family, I when I first suit uh, for the first time for Halloween, um, a lot of people were like really like there's big smiles like they really were like that's so cool like oh my god and then i i have removable eyelids and they're like oh my god he can make different expressions and i'm just like do you know do you do you just think this is a costume and yeah it's like they just thought it was just a cosplay or something but but no they were just so enthralled and even one of my like biggest sternest uncles was kind of like that's dope will you come to my uh daughter's graduation in that i'm like uh uh... sure i mean i (laughs) I, I guess so. I mean, I didn't know you'd be that happy they to... charge $60 an hour. I think that's what it is. They think, like, I'm a mascot or something. So, like, yeah, because there's a certain level or quality that you get with the fursuit. I'll just say that. Like, it's it's not your average, you know, like, Halloween that you get... Halloween costume that you get from Party City or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, I think they just thought I was a mascot for, like, some sports team or something. Yeah, that's what what some people thought too that's what my co-workers all think they they've discovered my <laughs> secret life <laughs> secret life of pie. Secret life. But that's yeah. dope Great um talks. no yeah but that's the thing too like a lot of people i think from the general public the the quote-unquote normies but um they yeah. they really do like seeing like big huge lovable teddy bear people and yeah. i'm like wow i wasn't expecting that response for the most part because i've a seen some love dud- it <laughs> yeah like on like good 99 percent of my whole experience was just like that's dope i i respect it and i'll give you space but i love what you're doing yeah it's kind of like uh the first time that you first suited with that partial at kcon uh three four years yes ago? oh yeah that was a yeah. while ago it was god damn that was a long time ago but that was like by uh, far like I did not even go to a regular furry con then, but the small convention that we have here in uh, Oahu, just to let you guys know, is uh, called Kawaii Con. It's a small uh, anime convention, not specifically furry related, but our local group did host a couple of furry panels, and I think a lot of people did get interest from that. So overwhelmingly positive. Really positive. Lots of people really liking it um, and everything. I remember us talking about it before and. You saying like it kind of blew your mind you know i'm kind of like on the ground playing like trying to interact with this you know child and everything yeah we were both suiting though the 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 parents are like loving it and it's great to to offer that to it was that yeah it was that level of like just like wow this was a genuine moment where that little girl was just on the i think we were in like the dealer den section or something of the con and like like she just caught like she was looking at you like the whole time and she just wanted to like hug you and like give you a high five and everything and like you were doing your little like expressions and stuff and like oh i was just watching on the side like that's that's like what the fandom is about and like that's what it's about expressing and i just love that yeah it's um makes my heart go flutter and it's great it it was probably like the second time i've ever done that in public the first time was i i suit up like every halloween i walk around my local neighborhood i i take my niece around with me and um yeah the people people really love it it amazes people and kind of 
makes me feel feel good. You get the warm being fuzzies. Able to do that. Yeah, the warm fuzzies. And then you can hug them with the warm fuzzies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Oh wow, it's it's been quite some time. So Holy I would like crap. to wrap this up. This was a wow, that went by pretty fast too. So I just like to uh, formally thank you so much for being um, a guest on Tree Bark. Um, I've been loving like every second I've been doing this, and I love working on the post editing and whatnot. It's a really fun thing for me right now, and I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me and share with a lot of people um, your perspective and your thoughts on uh, your experiences in the fandom. Um, so I really appreciate that. Yeah, that's my pleasure. Happy to be here. And uh, for everyone, uh, Theo will see you in the next video. Bye bye. Oh my gosh. <laughs> are there no, no? Don't go yet. Uh, are there um? For, uh, are, are, thing there. are there? Yeah, that was pretty good. I liked it. Um, are there any plugs or anything that you would like uh, people that follow you or your friends would like to know? No. No. Nothing that I can think of. Nothing that they need to know. <laughs> can uh, I end this no, now? No, just nothing. <laughs> uh, can yeah, I... you can end it now. I got nothing. <laughs> can I end this now? No. Can I end no. this now? No. No. Can I have something to eat? No. Can you that. say anything else but no? Please try your answer again later. I like how there was some sass in that. No. <laughs> Okay, so thank you so much for stopping by in the woods. I know we're just, you know, two two canids in the woods, and I have this stick that I talk into. But this has been Tree Bark. Bye-bye. <laughs>